Previously on My Best Friend's Journal. September 23rd? Your wedding? No, bitch. <laughs> September 24th. Tomorrow. <laughs> you don't know my birthday or my anniversary, and neither can you remember them when I tell you. I think a lot of people can do this. Fuck someone and suck their dick at the same time. I uh, downloaded and began filling out my Hinge profile. <gasps> Got a call from Schmish Martins. You accepted as lead in a Halloween show. You say calm? I don't say the L. Calm? Like C-O-M? Calm. Calm down. No, calm down. No, you calm down. (laughs) (laughs) And now, MBFJ presents a very special election day, Madlib. All right? Four years ago, America got a president who consumed my private thoughts. And now we're gonna fire his ass. Grab a drink or smoke some pot. Those pretty much work no matter what. Also, pot's legal in Arizona, South Dakota, and New Jersey now. How great is that? But more importantly, Joe and Kamala motherfucking what? How does that make you feel? I don't remember what it's like to have a real president, and I'm so excited. This fascist, fascist shit got to Democracy! The, <laughs> the USA is haunted by it. Past. The results were Hold. by the AP and every legit news outlet, including the Wall Street Journal. Let's start this political podcast. It's more of a comedy. Someone's political podcast. It really shouldn't be anyone's news source. The world's greatest political podcast. The, the Biden Harris administration's, administration's favorite podcast. Hey, Mike. Hey, Cam. Um, so this episode was recorded in the time machine a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. but there's no fucking way we were going to let this week's episode go out, the first episode since the election was called for Joe Biden, mm. without mm. talking mm. about how goddamn good it feels. Oof, you can say that again and again and again. I thought I was just going to be a little bit relieved, honestly, because I was so exhausted by it all. Mm-hmm. But all day on Saturday, I kept tearing up. It just felt really, really good. It was the exact same for me. You and I are going to talk more about this in next week's episode, um, but we just wanted to say congrats, world, and we're fucking thrilled. Yeah, I was going to say congrats, America, but congrats, world. Everyone is sighing with relief. Everyone, like, the, my very favorite images of this entire thing were people dancing in the streets across the world, mm-hmm. the bells going off in Paris, people celebrating in Germany. It was delightful. It was, and I have my own ridiculous public celebration that I look forward to telling you about. <laughs> anyway, there's a million things to think about, but for now, just enjoy this victory and celebrate. And also enjoy this very silly episode that has very little to do with politics. Mm-hmm. Sticking my tongue out makes me think of the Megan the Stallion eh, sound that she always makes. Uh, and I've I, been I don't really to... know Megan the Stallion that well. I know it's a oh my God. sacrilege at this point. I've listened to Wet Ass Pussy like probably 20 oh, times sure. in the last three days just because I've been like determined to get every word of that song down. I think I have all the raps now. So I'm at like 95% on Did that I song. Did I ever tell you I went on a, a long ride recently and I couldn't get access to my phone. So I was listening to the radio um, and I had like Z100 or whatever on. Wet Ass Pussy comes on. And it is wet not... Wet and gushy? <laughs> that would have been better. Um, no, it's wet and gushy. That's oh. the radio edit. Well, that would have been better. That's not what I heard. What I heard was... I said certified free. Seven days a week. Wet, wet. Make that, make that game. Weak. It was so pointless. Oh my God, no. The um, So YouTube wouldn't let them do uh, the explicit version and promote the video. So they did an entire different version of the song called, uh, I mean, it's still called WAP or WAP or whatever you want to call it, but uh, it is 
yeah, you messing with some wet and gushy. <laughs> That's better. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. No, mine was just some wet, wet, wet. <laughs> no that's awful so was terrible. it a remix or something it was i don't know some cheap version to get it on the radio hi i'm mike <laughs> i'm cam and this is my best friend's journal your favorite megan the stallion review podcast <laughs> well sure welcome um, listeners and good afternoon to my friend mike good afternoon cameron we're recording later than we normally do <gasps> you just called me by my full name cameron michael shepherd oh <laughs> bleep that out <laughs> It's like super public. Every time I... Someone's going to steal my identity. Stop it. If it just takes your name, then you're fucked already. <laughs> oh, that felt very um, exposed. Very nude. Oh, I thought you were going to say something about it feeling like you were like a child getting scolded by your mom or something. That's a, a whole different name that I'm not going to say. Uh, so... Pussy breath. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Since <laughs> since I was but a wee babe, that's what they called me. <laughs> It was very abusive. Um, I love your stoneware mug. Oh, thank you. Uh, we're both having tea right now. It's kind of gray and chilly and Philly. And I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> what did that get you? you just... That tickled me. Gray and chilly and Philly. I don't know why. It just I thought you were going to like just bust out into a whole poem or something. I did not bust out into a whole poem, but I regret that. And since it's our show and we do what we want, I'm going to do it now. It's gray and chilly in Philly. And we getting ready to be silly. Like the icon on the street named Billy. Staying thoroughly modern like Millie And maybe we'll sing it at a trilly Or digress on a topic willy-nilly Now let's stop with the dally and the dilly And get back to the point about Philly Hometown of Smith, comma, willy Lisa left about not tea chili Gonna stop showing off my rhyme skilly Cause I'm running out of air like a fish with no gilly Anyway, I just say gray and chili to uh, point out that it's great tea weather And also, some more tea I have gone on some dates Oh, he's going on a date Tell me everything you're um, dating? I have gone on two dates since last we spoke, in fact. Oh um, my goodness. Two different people, though. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, I dating mean, is is like... Any keepers? No. I, I don't know. Probably not. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Dating is is tough in this time. I don't... I mean, I had to text my friend group to be like, what do I do? It's it's rainy, but I really would like to go get a drink. And I don't know. It's, it's hard. If it's not nice outside, what are you going to do? Because you can't go inside. Um, yeah, I mean, get it in while you can. Because, I mean, we got like a couple weeks more of that probably tops in most places in the country. Yeah. I mean, it probably, it feels like there's a threshold eventually where it's not an issue anymore. Like, if you're dating long enough, then you you decide to just join each other's little bubble. But, like, if I'm going on first oh, dates... Sure then yeah. you don't qualify for that yet. Um, uh-huh. Anyway, I just decided to find a place with like an awning and some heat lamps. Actually, I went to Elvez, which I've been screaming about since before I came back to Philly. Um, most, oh my God, that was in the journal like a year ago. Yeah, I mostly just wanted to get an Elvez margarita again. Um, so, <laughs> selfish. Did it live up to your memory? It did, although it's very expensive, but whatevs. Um, the date was good. The date last night was fun. Um, we'll probably go on another. The date the day before... We were chatting on Hinge when I was like a little high the night before that. And I realized mm-hmm. that that's my fault that I thought it was going better than it was in that chat. Is it kind of like when crappy TV seems awesome when you're high? Maybe. And I mean, this wasn't as good as crappy TV. Um, <laughs> no, you know what I mean? Like things are much more interesting. I do. I, but <laughs> just like, like you like have rose rose colored glasses on, I guess. He was fine. It was just like glasses? green. Oh, weed. I get it. Uh, weed, bitch. <laughs> So this guy that I was chatting with, hi, um, we met each other a couple days ago, and 
he was like kind of moderate, which you can imagine is just not going to work for me. And a moderate, like I almost said a moderate Republican, um, like moderate politically. Yeah. But what I think he meant was he's not paying much attention, which also doesn't fly for me. Um, Yikes. Uh, he, no, I mean, no, 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 no. he calls Kamala Harris Kamala. And I was no, like, like with boo. an eye, like Kim Allah. I was like, where, where have you been? How do you not know this yet? Fox News. Definitely not Fox News, but just like not paying attention. Then I said, um, we like took our masks off to go on a walk, get some coffee. And uh, I was like, oh, you smell good. And he was like, is that a good thing? And I was like, uh, uh, yes. Like, no, I prefer my dates to roll around in garbage before we meet. What a strange reaction. I know. To then, a compliment. I know. And I was like, is, was it weird for me to say that? I don't think so. But he just doesn't know how to respond. No, I tell people they smell good all the time. Me too. Anyway, he had a bunch of strange references to us getting married, like within an hour of meeting him. And I was like, okie dokie. Well, this Ooh. has been great. Um, Yikes. You know, that's a red flag because, uh, I mean, first of all, it's like socially unacceptable to like even joke about stuff like that when you're on a first date with someone, even if it's in the most jest. But the biggest red flag about that is the um, it's not the words that come out of his mouth. It's the lack of understanding about why that would be a problem. Does that make sense? It's like you don't have you don't understand enough about social cues that joking mm -hmm. about marriage and a first date would put someone off. Yes. It just like speaks to me about like probably not being empathetic, probably not being like super uh, just like aware of the things that are coming out of that person's mouth. Able to like stressful read a room or converse with. Yeah, he. Uh huh. Exactly. I don't I didn't think he was serious. I wasn't worried that he wanted mm -hmm. to get married. But I was just like, you don't know how to really handle a conversation. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> the date I went on last night was more fun. He was he was very sweet and really cute, but just like so, so, so nervous. Like I could mm. I could really sense it. And he um, so I like gave him some grace for that. But I did feel like I was kind of doing the heavy lifting on the conversation, which is sure. I mean, I'm good at that. I can I can talk to anyone, but I don't want to be the only catalyst the whole time you know you are so i kind of forget sometimes uh like how good you are at talking to strangers and just like being like off the cuff i mean it stresses me right the fuck out to be in those in social situations like that it stresses me out too i just can if i have to it shocks me though because I, I it shocks me that it's, it's stressful to you because it it's it's a masterful thing I, and i'm not even blowing smoke up your ass like when we have guests on the podcast um like for example when my in-laws were on i mean we've had guests what three times um when my in-laws were on you would, you didn't know them from eve uh and then like that we get on zoom and it was just like you were old friends you were just like wheeling and dealing just like really right in it and i was like i thought we were gonna have to like warm up get to know each other but we pressed record and we were off to the races and you just put people at ease you're good at it um i think one thing i could say about it is that it is a little less stressful to start with a blank slate with people. I have this irrational fear when I'm introducing two people I know well or even talking to them that I'm going to pronounce someone's name wrong, that I'm going to like misstate a fact. Even though I know people well, I'm just so – I'm petrified that your your grace period is over. If I know you well, then I have no room for mistakes, you know? Uh-huh. So with a – That's really funny. I know. With a blank slate, I don't have that inhibition. Uh-huh. <laughs> so like if you were – introducing me to your best friend that i didn't know you would be you'd be more stressed as opposed to like if it were if there were like a completely like like loose cannon brand new unknown quantity in the party perhaps not that specific example because i i mean i know you so well but like if i was introducing you do mispronounce my name all the time <laughs> calm <laughs> um <laughs> if i were introducing like 
Oh, what? Sorry. No, go Sorry. on. Nobody cares. So you, just said, you just said my name like you say the word C-A-L-M. And that reminded me that I was listening to Pod Save America the other day because Woo. you've gotten me onto that shit. And I didn't have – I had my phone upstairs and I was downstairs in the basement um, but on Bluetooth. And so I couldn't fast forward the fucking commercials. Oh, nightmare. Those commercials are long as fuck. Their commercials are so long. P.S. We'll, we're open to sponsorships and long commercials. We'll, we'll do the longest commercial you've ever heard <laughs> if you'd like to sponsor this podcast. Um, but we can talk but, fast, so it's fine. Go ahead. <laughs> we sure can. They were talking about the Calm app, um, mm-hmm. and it's a, a sponsor of them. And what I cannot remember, Tommy Vitor, maybe one of the hosts, was going on about the Calm app. And he was like, and go to calm.com. Calm is makes me feel calm. Go to calm.com. And he kept saying calm.com. I was like, no one knows how to spell that. It was so uh-huh. hard to listen to. That is, I'm, the, mm-hmm. I don't I, It blows my mind that someone could say that word like that and then expect people to go to the right website. Okay. I think that there's a little compulsion in you because I heard the same thing and I thought of you. I heard that episode and I was like, these people are saying calm just like I do. And then I was watching some show where they kept saying, calm down, calm down. And I was like, okay, seems like, from my angle here, Cam is the one who's a little bit off. It's because you have a lot of friends from the East Coast and you listen to a lot of, like a yeah, lot of shit's people filmed from the East Coast. in LA, so that TV show probably wasn't East Coasty. Uh, that person probably was from the East Coast. Most people in the world say calm. I've heard a lot of people say that word and uh, until I heard you say it a hundred times in my ear holes when recording this podcast, I was like, this is okay. not how we say this word. Most people in the world, like that is the most Fox Newsy statement I've ever heard. Show me the facts. Oh, Show me the data. You. <laughs> you. You know what I meant. Most English speakers from America say calm. Okay, well, you show me that graph and I'll believe you, but until then. <laughs> I can make a graph really quickly. <laughs> yeah, use a Sharpie and talk about a hurricane. <laughs> very old news. Um, well, so I, I'm sorry I did not remain calm about the fact that you're dating again, but I'm so excited for you. Um, even <laughs> if they weren't the most exciting dates in the world, uh, I think that it is, you know, it, during this time when we're spending such little time with other humans, um, I just keep thinking like how much we need human interaction. So if you can get to a place where you can safely outside share a drink and just have interesting stimulating conversation fucking do it mm-hmm. i'm looking down the barrel of winter and it seems like that is bleak for a lot of people <sighs> i know i don't want to think about that just yet were those dates your gayest moments um no they weren't i have a different gayest moment but i have had the first gayest moment for the last like five episodes so i'm gonna turn it on you to do it first what is your do you know why that is why do you know why that is? i'm selfish because because i always remember to ask no a couple times i'm like and this leads me to my own gayest moment of the week <laughs> Fair enough. I was just going to give you a hard time about how I always have to prod you to ask me things. You do usually. I I, I will agree with that. Um, but since since I have the opportunity, Cam, can you tell me what your gayest moment of the week is? Gay, 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 gay. Uh, yeah, I have one very clear winner this week. Um, so uh, over the weekend, I was um, driving around. I, I had a bunch of errands to run, and um, I was just kind of – I remember I was a little bit brain dead, and I, I get a ping on my phone, and it's my sister-in-law, Annie. And it's a short text message, and it just says, my friends and I have a few questions. Literally, it's one question. How do you give anal and give oral at the same time? Give anal. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to – You want um... some anal, baby? I'm going to give you some hot <laughs> butthole. You're coming home with me tonight so I can give you that anal. Well, you know, we do say give and receive, so she meant top. Um, okay, yeah. Because, so she, she was asking how do you top and suck a dick at the same time I'm going to change my uh, dating profile to giver of anal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess it, yeah, right. <laughs> giver and receiver of anal with equal joy. 
such a heavy handed way to say versatile. Um, so a few episodes ago, you had mentioned something about fucking and sucking at the same time, Mm -hmm. giving it and, you know, slurping it at the same time. Okay. And so I, first of all, my first thought is what is going on with this friend group? Because she said her friends and her had some questions. They're having a good time. That's what's going on. I love it. It's a Saturday night and they're talking about gay sex, apparently. Um, and so I do on Saturday nights. Yeah. Well, you're not a bunch of straight ladies. Um, (laughs) so I, I like thought about it for a second. I was like, do I need to FaceTime her? Do I need to like, I, I started like drafting a response. I was like, no, I can't, I can't like really spell this out for her. So I said, I think I need to either explain it to you or draw you a picture. Um, I'm about to lose, lose service. I was driving through the mountains, but I can talk to you later. And she said, great. Um, I'm, I'm with my friends. Why don't you just draw me a picture when you have a second? As though it's like, like directions to your house. Good. If you could just draw me a picture, then that'd be great. Uh-huh. And so I got home and I like pulled out my sketch pad and I was like, I can't draw people. So I... <laughs> I spent like 15 minutes trying to figure out how to communicate with stick figures, how to take it or how to give it and suck it at the same time. (laughs) Honestly, I was laughing out loud. I was like, this is the stupidest, stupidest use of time I could possibly think about on a Saturday night. Can you show me the picture? There she is. There they are. There he and he are. It's the most (laughs) wonderful kind of crude. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't great, um, but (laughs) But it's it's effective. It is. That is that does it. I get it. So I sent her the picture and I just sent along a brief explanation to go with it. And I just said, it's a face-to-face situation. Bottom sits on the top slap, top leaning over, requires generous anatomy and a fairly flexible top. She was like, we get it. Thank you so much. This is very helpful. Like, I love my very unique and very open relationship with my sisters-in-law. They're the fucking best. I do love their thirst for gay-specific knowledge. Any whoozlebees. Do tell me about your gayest moment. First of all, can you help me? Because the the... Rhetoric is challenging for me around the word porn. I saw an individual porno, right? I have to like... You can say you saw, you saw a porn. I saw a porn. I, it's it, porn yeah, feels it's like, just vernacular. Okay. Well, I saw... Porno feels like an old person. Like, is he watching one of those pornos? <laughs> you watching something dirty? Por- yeah, porno feels like something you'd watch in the movie theater, you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> one of those uh, porn uh, You can say you watched a porn. You can also say that you watched porn. Okay, well, I watched a singular porn. Ah, um, uh, yes. And it is something I have never seen before. This was just sheer curiosity because I can't imagine anybody who's turned on by it. Um, there's like, it was very clinical. Huh. Um, I didn't think there was anything new in porn. I, I unless don't, you were like going down some fetish rabbit hole. No, it was, it just like popped up on a popular, you know how they rank them and <laughs> show you which ones are popular mm-hmm. for the day. Well, this mm-hmm. one was popular. Pornhub.com slash gay homepage. No, gaymailtube.com slash popular. That's the one you gave me. <laughs> I didn't give it to you. You told me about it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so it felt clinical, and it it was, because there was a camera somehow inside a man's anus, and (laughs) facing out, so that we got to see the penis enter and leave, Uh, uh and enter and leave, and enter and leave, until it spit up all over the camera. Oh, dear. Oh, d- 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 dear. Yeah, it was. That feels like a medical apparatus, like a like a uh-huh. scope of some That's sort. That's what I'm saying, clinical, and I had never seen anything like it, and I was just like, oh yeah, 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 boggled. <laughs> Anus. <laughs> um, that is really unsexy. Was it just a like a, a camera angle of just like a, a like pink walls? Also, yeah. was there must have been a light on it? <laughs> this unless there was a, a little light. a little tiny light strapped to the head of the penis. <laughs> A like, little work light. Yeah, construction hat. 
<laughs> no, there was there was a light in the camera. It was camera. a glow-in-the-dark condom. Oh my god! No, uh. there was no condom because that he came all over the camera. Um, Yikes! Uh, I know it was interesting, and I I couldn't. I, interesting. <laughs> it was. I wanted to send you the uh, video for proof, but I couldn't find it. But you you believe it? Uh, I do believe it. I thought it was going to be some like VR shit or like someone wearing a GoPro or something. But man, that was up in there. It was insane. So, and it was a really unimpressive huh. cum shot too, which is too bad. <laughs> and then it's just covered. <laughs> yeah. But like, who is who is enjoying this? It feels just like very much like watching surgery. Yeah, it was very odd. It did feel like that. It felt like watching a colonoscopy. How do you get the camera out? I think you know damn well how you get the camera out. But if you don't, um, just <laughs> grab the journal and while you do, I'll show you. Bam down. <laughs> Please tell me where we were. Um, we just got to Schmush Martins. We're starting a contract, folks. All righty. This is tough timing. We're never quite on the season, but we just missed Halloween. And now we're about to dive into it in the journal for like six oh, weeks. <laughs> Maybe we'll hit Christmas like just as we're ramping up to Christmas season. That'll be nice. Well, that would be nice. So September 8th. You went to the theme park early to sign on. Then you went back after a few hours for orientation, but you were turned away because it was too crowded. Very, very rude. Welcome back. <laughs> Fuck this. I love how hurt your feelings were. Oh, God. Just holding your journal made me realize how behind I am in mine. And there's been so mm. much going on. I know. Gonna have to fix that after this recording. I'm like four days and two dates behind. It's tough. Um, on September 9th, you watched the rest of Wet Hot American Summer and some new girl. Went to see Inside Out last night. Great movie. So cute. It's so cute. Okay. So on September 10th, it was a long day. Lots of waiting. Met performers at physical screening. Did a park tour. Long, awful connections orientation with Chuck yelling the whole time. And then your little grimacey face. Do you know who Chuck is? Because I don't. No. Someone leading an orientation just screaming at us. Also, like... God, this is all so fucking serious. The drug test, the physical screening. This is a theme park show. I know. They're so serious about it. It's because it used to be owned by a beer company. Mm. Um, lots of compliance. Uh, you made your little grimacey face, which I love it when you draw Was that. the beer um, schmush beer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was Anschmeiser schmush. <laughs> I don't know why this one got so particular. <laughs> The amount of things we just let slide. I'm like, yeah, use the full name. I don't care. Not Schmush Martins. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, you had a music rehearsal after your awful orientation. Ted is great. Oh, yeah. N- not going to sing these C sharps. <laughs> Defiant in my own journal. Oh, it's Thriller. And it's high as fuck. I was uh, like, I'm oh. not going to do this six times a day. <laughs> just float it into a beautiful, light falsetto. Because <laughs> this is Thriller. <laughs> thriller night. There it is. <laughs> I knew you could. Um, September 11th. That date rings a bell. What <laughs> is it? I'm going to let you work on that one. Uh, first <laughs> Let me Google staging it and rehearsal. see. Hold on. <laughs> Sorry, what happened? First staging rehearsal. Uh, 3 to 12 a.m. Yikes. Oh, yeah, because there's so many shows all happening at the same time, and they only have so many studios, so you have to, um, mm. what's the word? Stagger. Yeah, that is the word. Did thriller and opening, lots of weird lines, exhausted by the end, didn't hook up with... Who didn't oh. I hook up with? <laughs> no, you say, don't, you're telling yourself, I think, don't hook up with... <laughs> not into him, he's just attractive. Oh. Sexy? Uh, yeah, he was cute. I don't, I think he was maybe the only openly gay person. No, that's not true. This whole cast was real gay. I don't know. I don't remember being attracted to him, so interesting. Do I, I thought know I had this to person? write this. I don't think so. Okay. September 12th. 
Happy birthday to you. Happy. First time in three years in this journal you got it. I'm really proud of you. Just once. Oh, baby. well, happy birthday to me because you wrote, easy not to go for because showed up. Smiley face. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> Um, so a hotter guy came along he was just so endearing he was a nice guy but confident and like dorky cute i think i like a dork mm, great mm, that's all well, on september 13th the day after the greatest day of the year costume fitting in the morning <laughs> then Moe's and barnes and noble with oh my god a whole list of people on break until rehearsal at four kind of like working nights uh on september 14th vocal rehearsal at 10 Ted's cool. So Ted's the music director, and he's really good at his job, but also just, like, young and cool, and that doesn't often happen at Schmush. I mean, you and I, we had a music director we called Mittens. Remember her? So like, <laughs> She wasn't s- a music director for the whole thing. She was the vocal director who was supposed to teach people how to sing lines and could not play the piano. We called her Mittens because she slammed her hands on the keys. It sounded like she was playing with Mittens on. <laughs> so rude honestly but be better at your job it, i mean she it, she was not made for that job no which is so that's what i'm used to at schmush and so i'm like oh yeah. this guy is like qualified and cool like amazing um also the same lady mittens whenever she wanted to warn us about something like a, a note that would sneak up on us or a page turn she'd go okay caution to the wind guys uh this note's gonna be kind of tricky and we were like <laughs> that's not that's what's not <laughs> give you in the horde I don't think it means what you think it means. Here's a warning you can forget about. (laughs) (laughs) That's really funny. I wonder if she ever learned what that idiom means. Let's see here. You had a break until 6 p.m. You made carrot cake cupcakes for rehearsal. Oh, you're that guy. Um, This guy that you just bleeped out, he's coming back up again. I feel like he's going to be a character. So uh, I'm going to need a name for him. The the privilege is yours. You're reading this shit. So you tell me what you want to call him. All right, I'm going to call him the hot dork. Um, <laughs> All right. I think the hot dork is so adorable, probably straight, though. Ding, 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 ding. Um, on the 15th, you had a day off. You slept late, then went to have a date. Or no, sorry, went to have a drink with Joel. Then Plaza. Oh, my God. What does this mean? I don't know. Slept with Mary, Hannah, and in IHV. Peed on my bed. <laughs> escape it you weren't there so she peed for me um <laughs> this is not the first time you've had your bed peed on well that was my bed before but please okay so i think i got drunk enough to not want to drive what is ihv ihv Something is, village. is the housing international housing village anyway i'm staying with them they have an extra bed these are two of my castmates like super fun girls and they're like just stay at ours i'm trying to remember what happened i don't know if it was like a like a so drunk that she squatted and peed on my bed as though it was the bathroom <laughs> Or kind of like when our friend Jake peed, tried to pee directly on my head because he thought it was a urinal when he was drunk. Yes, people do that. I've, I have at least two other stories of that exact same. I don't understand why people get so confused drunk about where to pee. I don't know. I've, th- that I've never done. But yeah, I've, I've absolutely known people to like pee in the corner of a bedroom when drunk. One time in high school, one of my friends squatted directly over another one of our friend's heads and pulled down her pants and like lowered. And our friend was like, God, no! And, <laughs> Oh my god! Over. She like sprained her ankle getting pushed over. Was she over. like blackout drunk? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she sprained her ankle. <laughs> oh, oh no! Yeah, and then the next morning she was like, <laughs> she was like limping. She was like, "Why does this hurt?" And we were like, "Oh, sweetie." Um, and then she was really embarrassed and had to like hightail it out of there. I'm like, "Don't be embarrassed. We all, or at least well, en- enough of us, squat over friends and try and be." <laughs> 
You learn that, uh, you know, when you're like early 20s when everyone's messy. But like in high school, it's probably like a little early to learn the lesson of being like an embarrassing blackout drunk. Um, so anyway, I don't know if this is what happened exactly or perhaps there were bunk beds and maybe she peed like on the top bunk and it dripped down Ugh, to the gr- bottom bunk. Gross. Gross. I think it's the squat situation, though. I love that you don't remember that many of the details. You're like, ah, another another sticky pee situation. Well, it happens enough. It gets blurry. <laughs> you don't seem that upset, honestly. You said peed on my bed, period. <laughs> and it's not really my bed. Oh, that's the thing. I get to just leave. I'm like, enjoy your room. Oh, I'm sure. going home. <laughs> You're bummed that the hot dork is straight. He's exactly who I could see myself with. Oh, cute, gross. goofy, fun, and sweet. Aw, that's cute, though. I don't like being earnest. Oh, fuck off. Then you said you got a, got such a sweet email from Sue Beckin? Sue Beckistan? Sue Beckistan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who Sue Beckin is. When Schneckin beckons. <laughs> On September 16th. Ref rehearsal. Oh, Mittens is here. Oh my god, she's there. Is a, she, I, I forgot she, she still worked there. She's a little inconsistent about notes and comments, and it's frustrating. Yeah, no fucking shit. Oh my like, god, the sing it really loud, but really soft and beautiful. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got it. Cool. Moving right along. <laughs> College Creek after rehearsal and Ichiban Sushi and Froyo fun. You said fun retreat. I think you meant fun treat. September 17th, rehearsal and started applying to Birthright. Yeah, whoops. Uh, so Birthright is um, for Jewish people, of which I'm not. Um, but uh-huh. my aunt does a lot of like genealogy stuff. Mm-hmm. My grandfather is, he was like in foster care and it's kind of hard to trace him. Anyway, she found out that it's that we were some kind of Middle Eastern Jew. I So I wrote an essay saying like, I learned this about myself um i did not and i would really love a free trip to israel (laughs) more or less uh, i was like i'm not um my mom is not jewish my dad is not jewish i was not raised jewish but i just learned that like this is in my blood and i would love to figure it out that's pretty unethical because that's not the point of this trip (laughs) it's like i don't know there's something very uh, offensive yes (laughs) i was gonna say sitcom-y about trying to like (laughs) get a free trip to israel because it feels like something george costanza would do yes you wrote nervous about it because i'm not jewish (laughs) duh (laughs) just just my blood according to my aunt's dna test so that's special whoops (laughs) (laughs) on the 18th uh you had rehearsal with makeup sam came home with phoebe oh that's so nice hi sam oh so fun so happy to see her uh, one of her friends came over with her little girl. The little girl is adorable. I want to be an uncle. Had dinner with Sam and Phoebe in Yorktown. Oh, I want to be an uncle. That's true. I want kids that I can play with and hand back. Yep, that's pretty sweet. Also, you said makeup run, and that just reminds me how lucky I was in the show. I barely had any makeup at all for my character, but everyone else had like a full face with prosthetics and shit. It would take them at least an extra half an hour, and I would just like roll out of the dressing room and start. <laughs> Just imagine you doing a Gene Wilder, like, forward roll out uh-huh. of the dressing room. I just heard somewhere that he only agreed to play Willy Wonka if he was allowed to do that uh, front roll in the entrance scene. Really? Yeah. He That's said he, so funny. He said God. he believed that if if his, if he did that in the first scene, then people would never be able to trust him again, and it would make for a more interesting character. We'd never know what he was going to do. 
fascinating. I do love some Gene Wilder. Uh, God rest his soul. When I'm drunk, I love long carpeted hallways. But, you know, if you've ever been to Vegas, the hotel rooms are. When I'm drunk, I I love long carpeted hallways, said no one ever. Well, go on. No, it is. So in Vegas, the hotel hallways are so long and they make you feel like it's like a like a runway or something. So like late at night and like a long carpeted hallway when you have to walk like half a mile through this hallway to get to your hotel room. (laughs) Drama. Um, I, I, they're so long. I mean, we're talking like five minutes down a hallway. Anyway, I made my friends take a video of me doing the Gene Wilder of like <laughs> pretending like I had a cane and I was all decrepit. And then I did like a really sloppy drunk forward <laughs> roll. And I was so proud of myself. The next day I was like that. That's not cute. That's not you what I thought that was. a drunk forward roll. That's like your staple. I do. I love to do gymnastics. You know what? Gymnastics. A, well, remedial gymnastics. Yeah. <laughs> Can't even do a cartwheel. So. <laughs> I can do a handstand sometimes. Mm. Uh, on September 19th, you rehearsed all day and went Happy to bed early. Happy birthday. Fuck off. <laughs> it's You had a long rehearsal on the 20th. You're teching the show. You had lunch with Ted in England. Okay, it should be said that this uh, this whole park is European themed. And so every area of the park is a different European country. So when you say you had lunch in England, it just means you marched over to the English part. <laughs> Felt like it needed an explanation. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> that night, you went to our favorite bar. Uh, Ted tried a move, but I'm not feeling it, although he's awesome. Maybe I don't want anyone, dot, dot, dot. Although, if hot dork was gay, dot, dot, dot. You fucking plotting over here to try to turn a straight man. I'm not trying to turn him. I'm just, like, uh, wondering Horny why I wasn't into this. Ted was, he was cute. He was nice. He was talented. And I just, it's my fucking lot in life. I never feel the same way it's annoying on the 21st paid birthright down payment dad doesn't approve (laughs) (laughs) yeah no shit he's like i'm the only grifter in this family (laughs) yeah like maybe he doesn't have room to take the moral high ground but still yeah fuck right on off with that but he was right Uh, she had a long rehearsal with the photo shoot at the end uh the female lead in your show is over it I'm just oh, exhausted. I remember this. It's Vic. She's going to come up more. Her and this guy, Nick, who we haven't met yet, I'll hang out with quite a bit. I'm Vic sorry. And- Vic and Nick? Vic and Nick. Just like Mick and Kick. <laughs> I've got to type. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm so confused already. Vic and Nick and Mick and Kick. Vic <laughs> is, um, she, they were just like giving her a hard time for no fucking reason. Honestly, she was the only woman in that show with a, a singing and speaking role. The rest of the featured people were men. And I'm like, huh. Why is she the only one getting a hard time? So take that for what you will. Um, You are. Oh, good. You're back up to your old tricks. Dreaming of my own apartment and easy life. Ha ha. Yeah, right. That's you wrote that. I wrote. Ha ha. Um, yeah, right. Uh-huh. <laughs> cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have goals and none of them matter. On the 22nd of September, rehearsals, then to Brick House. Didn't drink much so I could drive myself home. I'm going to have to just go ahead and say. <laughs> Brick. Bum, 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 house. <laughs> Uh, were you mighty mighty? I'm mighty mighty. She's mighty mighty. I think I was also letting um, it all hang out, and I got sent home. They were like, "Please put it away." <laughs> well, you said it's nice to be in charge of when I leave. <laughs> if you just don't drink too much, then you can go when you want. You don't have to stay at someone's house who's going to pee on you. On September 23rd, day off. Slept in, then saw the visit with the cast and Bello. Was entertaining for sure. What's the visit? Um, a really. <laughs> weird uh, like grotesque horror movie but like silly i can't even explain it it's about these kids who go visit their grandparents who they've never met 
and shit gets weird. Can I ruin it for you? Uh, sure. I promise I won't watch it. It's uh, not the grandparents. It's like just two psychos that they've been um, sent to the house that the, the mom just sends them without she's like out of contact with these people. It is bonkers. It's honestly, I think, worth a watch. It's ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> It's honestly it's kind of worth the watch. I'm just gonna say. Uh, on September 24th, invited. Oh, invited dress. Happy um, wedding anniversary. Oh, thank you. Uh-huh. I didn't even think about it to Such be a honest. Genuine reaction. Go on. So it was um, invited dress rehearsals day. So you got to go see other casts do their dresses. Um, saw all the shows. Ours is the worst, but oh well. <laughs> well. Oh, is it? I I remember it like definitely being the best. I bet that was your feeling at it at dress rehearsal and then like it all shook out oh. over the, the course of it, the run. Hmm. Um, you put, oh, well, period, money, period. Um, Bonnie hmm. said, I'm the best. Oh, my God, Bonnie, that old kook. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's not what I meant. She is an old kook, but that was a sweet thing for her to say. No, you, she, know, you know what I meant. She's oh, well, a kooky old lady. Certainly is. Yeah, I got you. She was sweet. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Bonnie said, I'm the best doctor they've ever had. I bet she says that to all the doctors. I bet she does. Um, Chipotle then did okay, Rose, mazes. Okay, Chipotle. I'm going to say Chipotle. Chipotle then did mazes and saw blood banquet with everyone. What the fuck is a blood banquet? Um, they Everyone like has to cut their wrists and then start drinking what pours out. It's insane. No, is it a movie? No, it was like some Schmush Martin's interactive show. Oh, I thought you were telling me about another stupid horror movie that you saw. <laughs> no, but can I tell you about these mazes? I know that they like they scare the fuck out of me. These are those like corn haunted house mazes that you know you could any Halloween theme thing. It's has. a haunted maze. Yes, yeah. Um, there's different levels of them, and we'd go to these horrific ones, and my voice is killing me because I'm screaming fucking thriller for six times a week and then i choose to go to these mazes six times a day bitch six times a day so i would go knowing that i was gonna like scream like a freaking banshee until my cords are bleeding and what's worse is i'm a bit of a loose cannon in these kind of like horror situations and i couldn't always keep myself from like hitting actors when they'd come out uh, you know like oh, the scare squad yeah, that jumps I've, I've out had at reactions you. where i've like backhanded someone before not like in a way that it actually hurt them but like a, a physical like like protection response yeah that they jump out at you and i hit them and i felt that i literally pushed a clown over <laughs> Michael, I didn't mean, I was get yourself scared. thrown out of the park. I know, I was scared. Anyway, <laughs> it's very masochistic these things because I do get that very like nervous energy. Actually, no, I have two speeds on haunted maze. One is like I have managed to turn it off and I'm very blasé about it and I can just walk through. But usually, I get that like adrenaline <laughs> hype up thing where I like cannot control my shit and I'm screaming and like want I just want to sprint out of there. It is a very strange thing that we choose to do to ourselves. Indeed. It's like watching a horror movie though. I I've said this before. I always think that watching a horror movie, like with friends will be so fun. And then as soon as the opening credits start to roll, I'm like knees to my chest. (laughs) Why am I here? Why am I doing this to myself? I'm so miserable. It's so scary. You know what? I just watched us the other day, the other Jordan Peele one after get out. Oh yeah. I haven't Um, watched that yet. It was good. Um, and it's a horror. And I realized watching it that I'm like on the edge of my seat the whole time. And maybe that is like the perfect thing for me because I'm so easily distracted, so easily bored. But even if the horror doesn't end up being so good, I feel like it often helps me just kind of stay present and focused. <laughs> Not something that's like gripping and really interesting, but something that's just like you can't peel your eyes away exactly. from. Exactly. <laughs> can't peel your eyes away from Jordan Peele. Oh, uh, good. Yeah, well, well done. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> All right. So on the 25th, 
This is a really good good final day for this episode because it's opening day of your show. We got oh all the way through rehearsals. Fantastic. Uh, excited to have the show be ours. I have missed the stage. You didn't write that. Oh, Jesus. I didn't write that <laughs> shit. No, but you know what I mean? When there's people like, especially at a place like Schmish Martins where it's so corporate, you have different direction from like six different people and they're all saying contrary things. Actually, I get in oh, trouble because yeah. I was a real asshole about that at one point. Um, <laughs> there are many there. cooks in that kitchen. Yeah. So uh, now everyone leaves and I'm like, thank God we can just do our thing. You did say notes are exhausting. Mittens asked me if I could stay for Christmas, but I can't. Mm. Flattered though. I was like, no, bye. <laughs> Oh man, they'll get you in that cycle though. They're like, we'll give you a raise. I know. You can that's stick why around. I... You can just you can stay living where you're where you're living. It's very easy. It's mm-hmm. so fun here. I was making good money here too, and it was like comfortable, which is not lat, the last time I had worked at Schmush, I was not making that good of money and it. I got a huge up. It baffles me to think that like after we left that summer, they started like wising up and doing well by people that were hired in to do these shows because mm-hmm. man, we I worked two jobs uh, the entire time I did that Halloween show because I was working like part-time hours for soup pretty much. It was not great. <laughs> and you hate soup. I hate soup. Don't ever pay me in soup. <laughs> I make no promises. All right. The show is open. That's a really nice stopping point for this week. Um, before we go, did we hear from any of our listeners? We did. We got uh, a few sweet ones, and I'm going to read one here from Christopher. Hey, guys. I discovered your podcast late, but thankfully for me, that meant I got to spend the last couple of months making my way through it all. The perfect distraction Mm. from the dumpster fire that is the world right now. (laughs) Thanks, COVID. Dumpsterfire.com slash 2020. I was actually... Is that a website? Should we buy it? (laughs) (laughs) Dumpsterfire.com definitely exists. I'm not even going to go there. I was actually distraught when I went to play the next one and realized I was all caught up. Wow. I don't know if once a week will be enough for me. I love the show and the genuine and open way you both talk about your experiences, views, and feelings. It's a joy to listen to, and I always finish an episode feeling happy and positive. I can't wait to hear what's next. That's sweet. Um, Thank you so much, Christopher. We really appreciate you reaching out for that, for for just a nice word of affirmation that is so sweet um that reminded me of one that i got in my personal account and i wanted to read this um it is from a guy named nicholas and he said hello cam been a long time listener of the pod been wanting to message y'all for a, a while to contribute to some listener mail first great job on the podcast you two have such a wonderful friendship and it just shines through second i found the pod randomly on instagram then i started listening and had a full heart attack that maybe i'd met one of you at some point in my life and i'd be showing up in the journal i'm 99 percent confident that i've not met either of you but who knows a bitch likes to drink third as a colorado <laughs> gay i'm extending an olive branch to see if you need anything it's so hard to navigate the world with all the covid restrictions and i can only imagine the stress caused by living in a new place away from your normal support system at a time like this so That's let me sweet. know what you think my gayest moment of the week was attending voss events dr- drive and drags halloween show where we were able to see cameron michaels asia o'hara kimchi miss vanji aquaria violet tchotchke and our very own evie oddly oh my god have my a great date day just and about stay warm that, oh, sorry that is very sweet thank you for so reaching sweet. out except for not thank you because you sent it to cam so obviously you fucking hate me it's fine um thank you for the welcome to colorado i my first date who was confused about whether or not smelling good was a compliment um told me that he just saw that exact same drag show but in the philly area and second of all um so fun we heard from a listener forever ago who said something similar that he he did know he was talking to a friend of his and his friend was like, oh, I know that guy about me um, and was like, well, you better watch out because you might be in that journal if you ever fucked him. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> 
everyone from now on is gonna think we've talked about that before with you dating that one guy you dated for a minute in uh in southern california was like do not let me be a character on this podcast (laughs) there um to offer some uh peace of mind to anyone i've dated there have been plenty of folks who have come through that i have not mentioned on here i try and keep some kind of privacy especially if it's requested that is very true he's nothing if not respectful all right that about does it for today that however is not true (laughs) fair cam if people want more of my best friend's journal where on earth can they find us they can find us online at mybestfriendsjournal.com or mattbomersabs.com they can find us on instagram at mbfj podcast they can find us on twitter mbfj podcast but they won't get any content there or they can uh email us at mybestfriendsjournal at gmail.com wow well done thank you so much and as always rate review subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and tell your damn friends yeah all right mike until next time always remember smile for the camera unless it's up your ass we still don't know how to get the camera out of the butt Seems like a skill you only acquire by necessity. (laughs) So here's a joke for you. What did the moose say when he left the gay bar? Man, I blew like 50 bucks in there. (laughs) You're welcome. Bye.